This is Relationship, a podcast presenting a gay look at traditional relationships and values. With your hosts, the Cretellis. I'm Marco. And I'm Tony. So how are you today? I'm fine. How are you doing? I have been better. Mm. I'm tired. I don't know why I'm so exhausted these days. Because you're old. Well, if I'm old, then you're what? Ancient? Nope. A relic? I'm young at heart. Yeah, well, that doesn't count for anything. It does. Not really. (laughs) How's everything going your way, though? Good, good. It's been a good week still, you know, COVID and working from home and trying to make the best of this new normal. Um, But uh, yeah, things have been good. Um, Work is still just as busy. Social life, not so much. <laughs> I mean, we've had we've had our fair share of fun these days, but no, we haven't necessarily like done anything crazy. No, no, it's, not really. There's a lot of friends I would really like to see and things I would like to do, but we're just not able to do them. No, it is what it is, though. I haven't been that bad. Um, update: We are still in paint hell. <laughs> for those of you keeping track yeah um the good news is that we've gotten a little bit closer so we found the right color i think for the wall one of the walls like our off-white wall our cream colored wall because it is definitely not white even though the color says cottage white um well we started out with having the blue already we yeah. got the white so we're two thirds of the way there. Yeah, we, we just, still just can't find this fucking green color. It is fucking green. It is so annoying. I don't know what it is with this green color, but every shade of green that we have brought into this house this color. Color is not this color. No. It's the weirdest thing in the world. But mm-hmm. I think we have goals to, to go try to find it again. And then um, I think we're getting I just have this feeling that we're getting closer. Well, I, I just have a feeling. I mean, we're not getting further. I don't know what that, I mean. I don't know what that means. Like, I'm pretty sure I have no idea how much further we're going to get with it. But um, yeah, I think we're getting closer. You and I agreed. You're going to go back to the paint store one more time. And if you can't match this paint, you're just going to pick the paint that's the closest to it. And we're going to repaint the walls. You make it sound like it's so easy in terms of doing that. But we're not the ones who are painting it. But it's just not as simple as like doing that. We're gonna there's like a lot of work that is associated with doing that. But that said, I'm so over it at this point. So that like I don't care. I don't care if we just keep the other colors all over the wall. No, actually that no, would No, I'm not having no splotchy paint on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> that would drive me crazy too. I would just not do There it, are four so. different colors of green going on here, y'all. In one wall, like on one wall there's like Oh no, four colors. it's on two. Because you didn't listen to me and you went to a second wall. There's only two. Well, because I needed to see it in the light. The issue is that we keep putting colors on like walls that don't have natural light. So we can't ever really get the true color of it. And that is just like a huge problem. So I really wanted to make sure that we had the opportunity to like see it in different lights and do all that stuff. But it's also caused such a fucking headache. I'm over it. It's ridiculous, but first world problems. So, yeah, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but we'll see. Anyways, that's again. This is how boring we are these days. That this is uh, the topic of our conversation because we have nothing else to talk about <laughs> other than paint, and and that's about it. But 
Yeah, that's that. Let's say we hop into our hashtag gay relationship goals for the week. Let's do it. I was wondering why that trampoline was here. Oh, Lord. <laughs> stand in that corner and think about what you just said. And Michael will pick me up if I stand in that corner. I think that's the point. As a reminder, every week, Tony and I will pick a wonderful queer couple and highlight them as our hashtag gay relationship goals. Our hope is to bring these relationships to the forefront and give a sense of positivity and perspective to the gay relationship narrative. If you and your partner are interested in becoming our hashtag gay relationship goals, or if there is a queer relationship that you admire and would like to bring to our attention, please reach out to us. Tag us on some of your adorable couples photos on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Our handle is at pod relationship. Tony and I will take a look at these photos and posts and could potentially highlight you and your partner on the next episode of this shitty little podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. So that said, I am super excited about today's hashtag gay relationship goals because they are an adorable lesbian couple that are based in Georgia. I'm obsessed. Yeah. One. Okay. So I know the name of one of them. Um, and you know, their last name and I know her last name. I do not know. Uh, well, I know both of their last mm-hmm. names. I do not know the other gal's last name. That being said, first we're uh, first name. That being said, <laughs> we are highlighting Mrs. and Mrs. Baker. Um, you can find one part of them on Instagram. Her handle is at Deja underscore Tori. That's D-E-J-A underscore T-O-R-I-E. And then her wifey is the first name that I don't know, but her handle is B-A-K underscore E-R. So that is Baker. Um, I love this couple. I think that they're so stupid. First of all, Deja has just the most gorgeous smile I've ever seen in my life. Like she's just second only to yours. Oh, well, that is very kind of you. But her, she like has one of those smiles that, um, that a person like smiles with every muscle in their face. <laughs> and it is just something that I just adore so much with, uh, with a, like a really genuine and just loving smile. And um, it's an infectious one. And it is, I don't use this word, but it is perfect. I think she may have had work done. It's such a good looking smile. Oh, I highly doubt she had work done. <laughs> Black don't crack like that. baby. <laughs> it comes natural to us. Uh, no, she's, she's, she's super stunning. She's adorable. And then I just love her wife as well. The two of them together are just insanely cute and just stupid in love. And I absolutely just enjoy seeing that they've been together for about seven years. Mm -hmm. Um, They got married last September. So September of 2019. Um, So they're coming up on their year anniversary, which congratulations, ladies, you Mm -hmm. guys are great. Um, I just, uh, again, I'm just beyond into them. Their wedding photos are beyond beyond mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i just i love the way they dress oh my gosh they both look beautiful and so happy yes absolutely beautiful and again they're just stupid in love with each other and i just i don't know i'm obsessed with them they just are amazing you know what it looks like too is just based on these pictures like i feel like these are people we would be friends with yeah for sure i think that they have uh there's just something about them that is uh just so authentic and just incredibly genuine. And I just know that they would be, I don't know, they would just be fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Deja made a post, uh, actually it was about five days ago, 
Um, and uh, on the post, she said it's like a picture of her and her wife, her now wife, if you will. Um, and it says the first picture we ever took together over eight years after meeting, but over seven years before today, seven years. I still cannot believe it's been that long. Happy anniversary, my love. Here's to many more years of love, memories, and adventures together. I love you. So I love that they too celebrate their anniversary of being together. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that that is absolutely awesome. And I think that they are just stupid cute. You should mention that because ours is this week. It's tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Everyone's essentially listening to this on Wednesday. Our anniversary is tomorrow um that is yeah so anyways that is i i i just think that they're adorable and i think everybody else will believe that as well so you guys have to follow them on instagram again deja's instagram is deja d-e-j-a underscore t-o-r-i-e and her wife's instagram is uh at b-a-k underscore e-r and that is mrs and mrs baker again i think you guys are going to absolutely love them as much as tony and i do so check them out double tap some of their cute pictures together let them know that the cortelli sent you and fall in love as much as we did because i promise you you are going to be obsessed like we are (laughs) for sure Uh, we are going to take a very short but when we come back, Tony and I are going to get all gushy and talk about our anniversary. <laughs> and we'll try to do that by solving the world's problems. Critelli style. Hello, listeners. As you may have heard, Tony and I have a weekly after show on IGTV called Relationship. <laughs> Get it? Relationship? Relationship? What? <laughs> Nothing. Keep going. Okay. Every week, Marco and I will talk about the podcast topic, the things we learned, and the way to use it in our relationship day-to-day. Yep. Our goal is to put a face to the topics and our message, as well as give you some extra relationship content and guidance. So make sure you're following us on Instagram. We are at Pod Relationship. And tune in every Wednesday. After you've listened to the episode. <laughs> yes, on IGTV for our weekly after show, Relationship. Comment, like it, tell your friends. All support is greatly appreciated. We look forward to having you see us there. (laughs) Bye. So tomorrow marks 11 years that you and I have been together. Mm -hmm. How does that make you feel? Young. (laughs) <laughs> when in fact you're the exact opposite <laughs> i'm not the exact opposite you are no um it's crazy right to, it's have, to think about the fact that we've been it. committed to one another for that long right it's just weird i think it's crazy yeah i just can't believe it i don't even have shoes that old <laughs> get rid of everything yes you do i was not gonna go there but <laughs> i do i get rid of everything i'm the worst um you said it that said yeah it's just crazy to just think about the fact that you and i have like literally been committed to one another and our relationship started in florida of all places mm-hmm. and has like existed here we got married here in new york 
like we've had a whole friggin' life together. It's been more than a decade of fun. It's really crazy. Um, what have been some of the fun memories that you have of us being together over the past 11 years? Do you remember the first time I took you out of town? Uh, I think you're referring to the trip to Orlando for your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that was a good and time. We, and we had drinks and rode roller coasters and met celebrities randomly, which was interesting. Um, they were like C-list celebrities. D-list. Well, fact, I mean, but... whatever. Child celebrities, like yeah. someone that was in the Hunger Games and someone that was in Parada, which not, not terrible. Yeah. Um, that was a good one. Your turn. Oh, my turn. Um, one of the memories that I just always think about, like that just kind of makes me laugh a little bit is, do you remember the first piece of furniture we bought together? That crappy little DVD rack from Best Buy. Yeah. <laughs> that you were like. Hell bent on keeping for way too long. Way too long. Like, <laughs> we spent so little money on that thing. Literally like, black spray painted balsa wood. And I bought stronger wood to reinforce the back. And you ratcheted brackets into it yeah so stupid but we had to keep it we moved it like three times for no reason for no reason it existed here in new york for a short period of time too it was just the silliest thing ever yeah like i just can't believe that we did that to ourselves but that being said uh it just i think about that all the time and then just like where we have come from what we've accomplished what we're doing together as a couple like doing this podcast within itself like i just think about all of that stuff and it just cracks me up like it just cracks me up that this is where we're at to think that we scrimped and saved for that little hundred dollar dvd rack remember we split it 50 50 you never scrimped (laughs) we did for that but you got to remember those times were completely different like we didn't make that much money to be able to like shell out money to like be able to make we this also realize how much we were spending <laughs> but it was like it was like 50 but we literally mm-hmm. split it down the middle 50 mm-hmm. bucks a piece mm-hmm. to think about that because like and i just bought a new acrylic side table for the apartment yesterday just on a whim mm. i just like randomly did it so like to, it was like twice as much well not twice as much mm, with shipping no because shipping was free. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was only 140 bucks. But mm-hmm. but do you see what I'm saying? Like, to like, think about, like, where we've come from and what life is like right now versus what it used to be. Like, that's just crazy. Do you remember when we moved in together and you had to leave? <laughs> <laughs> and not for work? I still stand by that. <laughs> you freaked out and you disappeared for a whole week. Yeah, I still stand by that. Like I said. Um, yeah, no, it was just a yeah. I it was hard. Like those, you know, I just needed to like understand. You had a lot of shit. You mm-hmm. just brought a lot of shit to the apartment, and I was like, "What are we going to do with all this? Like, why is this here?" <laughs> Remember, I gave you the closet in the spare bedroom. You couldn't put your stuff in my closet, and also <laughs> the um, storage downstairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was packed to the gills. Yeah, with your shit. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's just nuts to think about all of that stuff. Like, we had... It was crazy. But it was mm. fun. We were young. I was a baby. I was 25 years old. We were like, both babies. Yeah. Like, we were just... It, it was just crazy. I don't know. Those things are 
just insane. But, and then here we are 11 years later, grown ups. I mean, you're a grown up. Jobs, <laughs> careers. <laughs> totally. A whole new apartment with walls that are not properly painted oh, right stop now. stop it. <laughs> they don't want to hear about that again. I mean, they're going to hear about it until the fucking problem is fixed. But anyway, <laughs> feel free to fast forward. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, like we're just totally different people than we were back then, which is awesome. It's good to see. Right. It's mm. just fun. Um, so today we're talking a little bit about anniversaries and the celebration of anniversaries because we're kind of in this like really weird scenario where I don't know, maybe I'm just overthinking it, but like. I enjoy the acknowledgement of like our dating anniversary, but like it's not as important to me to like celebrate or do anything major for the dating one because we have our marriage anniversary right now, right? Mm -hmm. Like we have that as well. So I feel slightly um, extra like celebrating two different anniversaries. I just feel like very adult of you. Well, I just feel like we're like really out gaying ourselves with that. <laughs> and while I can like appreciate it and I don't mind acknowledging it again, I think I told you like, yeah, let's like get cards and like, you know, say I love you. And I don't even care if we go do and do it, like go and do a dinner. But like, I don't know that it needs to be like a thing because we have a whole wedding anniversary that I really do expect you to spend money on me for. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. You know, 11 years. Yeah. So, I mean, like, why do we need to do that with each other, like, twice for two other anniversaries? I don't know. But you're like the hopeless romantic and you want to make both of them a thing. Like, you love the yeah. idea of and like Valentine's Day and, yeah. your, and your birthday. Well, birthdays, I get that's different. And like, mm-hmm. I go big on Christmas for I you all like the time. You do, which is completely fine. But like, we're kind of on completely different, I don't know, wavelengths in terms of that because in terms of that because again it's not that i do, i don't want to celebrate it's just that i'm like yeah i get it we've been together for 11 years <laughs> you're the worst and it just <laughs> well again like we're married now like i would rather m- celebrate our marriage anniversary again i don't mind acknowledging our dating anniversary well, i'm glad you don't mind <laughs> but like it's again i just feel like we're being so extra like it just feels extra to me it doesn't feel that way for you no no not at all no i like to celebrate i like to acknowledge i think milestones and anniversaries are very important i think the more times that you can um celebrate something and acknowledge growth or you know a rite of passage um i think it's important yeah i mean like i said i don't necessarily disagree because again i love the concept of acknowledgement i just think that like I don't know. It's funny. And sometimes like when I say it out loud, like, oh yeah, we're celebrating our 11 year anniversary. Like it feels kind of not silly. Cause I don't feel silly behind it. Like I, I stand by it. Like it's completely fine. But sometimes it just feels like, I can't remember who asked me, do you guys celebrate both anniversaries? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and it just felt, like weird to say out loud because <laughs> i'm like we're grown-ass men and we're like yay we celebrate the day that we called each other boyfriends and the day that we got married too like it just feels so extra it's not i just feel your like parents it. do it my, not really no 
my dad acknowledges it. My dad knows the day that he and my mom started dating, but like they don't do anything for it. He didn't get her a card? Mm-mm. Oh, I no. thought they did. No. 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 There goes my excuse. Yeah. No, that's not like they, like I said, my dad acknowledges it. He always like brings it up and it's like a thing for him, but like he never like does anything extra. There's not like a balloons or flowers or anything like that that come along with it. Hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, that being said, I like the fact that you are so sentimental behind it. I think they're lovely things to celebrate. Yeah. It's fine. Like I said, it's fine. I don't have a problem celebrating. I just don't expect like grandiose. I just don't expect it for our dating anniversary. Hmm. So it's always very nice that you you want to give me grandiose. I think that's sweet. I've been sitting on your card for like three weeks. And I have still you filled it out? Yeah. You want to hear a secret? You got mine today? No, I haven't gotten yours at all oh, yet. Oh, jeez, you're going to hell. Well, but it's also <laughs> because I've been like super busy, and somebody who has been like you know sitting back and making me run out and go get paint and do all this other stuff. Oh, like please. I don't have time to like. I've go gone with her. you every time except today, and it's because it was by your work. Yeah. Well, while you're sitting down and playing video games, Try and, again. you know, doing that, I've been going and making mm-hmm. paint happen. But I've been busy making you dinner. You haven't been busy doing that. You've just done it. But anyways. We're not going to make it to 12 yet. 11 years, you guys. <laughs> Wish me luck. <laughs> Wish me luck. Anyways, so Tony and I actually, so because we are so opposite in terms of the celebration behind all of this good stuff, Tony and I decided to read a couple articles to see what the experts say about celebrating your anniversaries and how to make it a thing. Um, and we read this incredible article on CNN.com. Actually, uh, this was the first time that we've ever read CNN.com for uh, relationship advice. <laughs> But Kristen Rogers uh, wrote this amazing article about how to make anniversaries special when you can't leave the house, um, which we really enjoyed because, uh, you know, with COVID happening and everything, it's really important to better understand how to still be sentimental and sweet and celebratory and acknowledge all of the things, uh, even though the world feels and looks really different these days. Um, So I really did appreciate this article for it. Um, she, again, essentially acknowledged all of the things that I just said. So good job, Marco. Um, (laughs) and, um, that's the sound of him patting himself on the back. Yes, exactly. Um, yes. And then, yeah, she just acknowledged that. But then, um, she goes into this first paragraph or the second paragraph, I should say, uh, not even second paragraph. It's like a second, like thought. Um, and it's about like why anniversaries matter. Um, And I loved this because uh, she said when a special occasion arrives, we tend to want to celebrate with gifts, outings and trips that are as equally grand as the milestone. Um, And this was said by professor of psychology, Terry Orba, um, who's also known as the love doctor and author of Five Simple Steps to Take Your Marriage from Good to Great. Um, you know, Kristen goes on, uh, to essentially say that like all of these things, there's nothing wrong with them, but sometimes like extravagance take the center stage while the smaller, more intimate details recede to the background. So sometimes it's about like what you received and where you went to dinner and all of those things that you kind of like lose sight of why you were doing all of those things. And it becomes really, really sad as far as like a couple 
And I guess that's kind of why I don't, I guess not. I can't say that like this whole thing is like the exact reason why I have a thing about it. But when I think about like us being together for 11 years, you know, it's not about for me, like what you're able to like give me or what we're going to do to celebrate it. It's like more along the lines of um, like how far we've come. Hmm. Like an an acknowledgement of all of that, you know, celebrating our wedding anniversary is a really awesome uh, time for me to uh, kind of like relive our wedding, you know, and have fun and like celebrate that mentally. And the same thing for this. So like, I do enjoy the idea of like us going away for the weekend, just to kind of like decompress and spend time and like reconnect with one another. That within itself is a really cool idea. But it doesn't need to be overly like decadent. Like I don't need hmm. like I don't need a steak dinner and all of that other stuff like that. I'd rather just like have fun and like just you and I do you and I. You know. Hmm. I like how in the beginning of the article, because um, it talks about like you know in the pandemic, um, and so it says in many ways the pandemic is humbly bringing our lives back to a focus on the basics. Wholesome foods and fresh air have become more important. In place of delicacies and gym routines, we're spending our money on what we need instead of excess. In case of, in the case of romantic relationships, fancy outings and exciting trips aren't options we can use to show our partners we care. And so we're having to like come up with much more intimate, authentic things. And you know, I for one like that. Like we get so caught up in, especially like here in America, we get so caught up in like the stuff, you know, and the status. Um, and so, you know, that's what I really like about this article is it talks about like sort of tearing that down and just going back to basics. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so the most uh, the third uh, major thought of this is like the commemorating anniversaries indoors. And she gives you a couple of really cool ideas and ways that you can go about making that happen. Um, the first one is retell and remember important stories. Um, I love the idea of that, like taking a nice little trip down memory lane together is like fun. So that's a little bit of what we did uh, just a little bit ago. But I like the concept of doing that because it just makes it feel fun. And uh, I don't know, you get like super nostalgic, right? Like you get like super into it and it kind of makes you laugh. Some of it might make you cringe, you know, just a little (laughs) bit because you're like, oh, my God, like the clothes I was wearing or like when I think about the other day you were talking about um, going on a a trip, kind of like the ones that we used to do back in the day. And we used to uh, go get those, like what were they Smirnoff vodka mixers? Oh, three olives, three olives, vodka mixers, essentially. And like, they tasted like different things and we would mix them with like Sprite and stuff like that. And that made me cringe because I was like, oh, to think that I was a demon and drink vodka back in the day. Like, it's just so awful. Like, who is that person? But it's like funny. Like, I think that that is a great thing to do. Yeah. Uh, read the next one. So, um, so the next one. So that one is about the past. The next one is share appreciation and gratitude in the present. What have each of you value and love about one another today? What are you grateful for, especially considering the day to day things that may go unsaid? And I really like that. I think that's like, that's not just important on an anniversary. I mean, we've done this many times where we talk about like how, 
you know, it's important to acknowledge uh, gratitude for little things that your partner does all the time and how like once a week you could check in and just sort of do that. Um, and so I think for your anniversary, that's especially um, still very true. Absolutely. I love that as well. Um, the next one uh, is reaffirm your commitment to each other. So what are your shared goals and dreams for the relationship in the future? Where do you hope to go and what do you plan to do? Um, I think this is a really interesting one for us, you and I, and I'm not going to get emotional behind thinking about it, but like we're in this and we've kind of both agreed on this a little bit, maybe me more so than you, but um, like we are in this like really weird, like place right now. It's this, it is a standstill because we just have a lot of like, I mean, it's no secret, right? I had kidney cancer. And so I think that like being on kidney cancer watch has uh, caused us to um, uh, not necessarily be able to like move forward the way that we thought we would, because we kind of have to figure out like what the next steps are with my body before we can figure out what the next steps are with us. Um, And so that's kind of like felt super weird. So I have a really hard time. I'm not going to lie. Um, uh, planning for the future right now. Like it's really, it's really bizarre. Yeah, me too. I mean, we talked about like, I want to go back to school. We've talked about having children. We've talked about where we're going to move to. We're still going to stay in the city, but like, you know, where are we going to move that like kind of makes more sense for what we want to do sort of next steps. And yeah, we can't do any of it right now. Yeah. At least we feel like we can't. Yeah. It's just weird. Like we're just in the super weird place. And, and again, it's, I, I don't think it's in a bad way. Like the good news is I think that we are in it together. Right. Like we have each other's hands, like we're holding each other's hands and we're walking through it together. But I think for the first time in our relationship, we kind of don't know what the fuck we're getting ready to do. <laughs> like, do you see what I'm saying? COVID happened. So the idea of like doing school or like making school happen kind of like is weird. Like, I don't know when that's going to happen, if you're going to do that again. And then if you are going to do that again, is that going to push the children situation back? I mean, you're old and we can't have children. (laughs) So we just don't know what that is going to look like. You know, it's just weird. And uh, yeah, it's weird. This is just the first time, like I said, that I've just kind of been like, meh, like, I I don't know, but I'm going to get drunk and live in the now. I could say so many things. The next one is recreate special moments. And I really like this one. If there's a memorable dish you and your partner anticipated having again at a certain restaurant, or perhaps a meal you ate at your first apartment together, try recreating it if you have the funds or access to the ingredients. Um, I think that's wonderful. They also say you can do the same thing with a favorite um, song that you share. um, And you could just dance to it in your kitchen. Um, And I I really like this this idea. Yeah, I like this this idea of, um, you know, kind of just going back. Like, it made me think, like, oh, I remember you used to make this really great spicy spaghetti. Mm. Um, and that was so much fun. We we had it, like, so many times, and it was just so good. Mm. Um, and then I thought also about, like, you know, we could dance to our wedding song again, and maybe this time actually, you know, dance to it as opposed to <laughs> realizing it, like, five beats in that we didn't practice. <laughs> yeah. We planned nice. every detail of our wedding. Like, and we knew what song the first dance was. We didn't play it out the first dance at all. No. Not, and it wasn't the best dance song. No, it was the weirdest thing. <laughs> um, no, I was thinking about like random things. Like, do you remember when we used to listen to that Alicia Keys album in my car? Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah. And how like fun that was? 
there was even that Mariah Carey album that you used to get really annoyed with because she mixed, she rhymed McDonald's with gelato. That doesn't rhyme. And that drove she didn't crazy. rhyme them. She did a good job. She didn't rhyme words that don't rhyme. You're it's not possible. A, you're just a hater. Just, um, just of her. <laughs> you're just a hater. Uh, but no, that was like fun because we used to have that and I used to introduce you to like Beyonce songs and all this other stuff like that, that mm-hmm. you just did not like you weren't like actively seeking. So you didn't really know anything about it. But now, now I'd say you're pretty educated in the art of Beyonce. Uh, you've definitely exposed me to pop. Yeah, it's for sure. Um, the next one is light candles and dress up for dinner. I'm still waiting for the day that you actually do this. <laughs> I mean, the candle lighting situation is fine in this apartment. We've got plenty of candles to make that happen. But like you like getting dressed up and turning. Well, you can't do it now because the apartment is shit. But <laughs> um, but like turning it into like something, you know, different that doesn't feel like our living room and stuff like that. Like we haven't done that yet. No, I mean, you're just not a romantic. So it just doesn't seem like something that I should do. I would totally get into that. That would actually make me have fun. Mm. Like I would have a really good time with that. I mean, I know you would like the dressing up part. Yeah. I mean, Mm. I just would like the idea of this feeling that's what I was telling. This is the reason why I can't, I don't like the idea of working from home mm. because there's no separation. So like my office is my living room and my living room is also where we eat and my living room is where we sit around and play video games and stuff like that. So like when everything blends in together, it's not fun for me anymore. Mm. So like turning it into something else and making it feel like something else could actually be really exciting. Hmm. Yeah. The next one is get creative with your gifts. Gift giving may look a little different this year, and that's okay. Um, They suggest that you order something that will like stress relieve or something that would help them if they're working from home. Um, Or you can make them a card with printed photos from your past together. I mean, just really, you know, get, I don't know, get creative, get different, get, get unique, like really think about your partner and something that would be meaningful to them. You know, you could get like a bunch of little knickknacks from like memory boxes or old gifts that you've given them or, you know, whatever, just time that you've spent together and kind of collage it together. Sure. Um, which can be fun. I know one of the best gifts you've ever given me was, um, you know, it wasn't a scrapbook, but it was like a photo album. Um, and I, I loved that. We haven't added to it in forever, but I thought it was a fantastic gift. I thought it was very sweet and very meaningful. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last one is learn something new. One way many couples spend their anniversaries is by taking class together. Um, so Kristen goes on to like give some ideas about uh, activities that you could do together in terms of like cooking, dance, art, exercise, meditation, or wine tasting. Um, and I think that that could be just fun, but it, it, it's it, it can lend to you know some really awesome things like adrenaline and intimacy and bonding uh just because it feels like something that you've gone through together which Mm -hmm. is awesome yeah um the next part of the article for those that are listening that have cheer in um this goes on to tell you some uh really creative ways that you can chit chat with your kids so that they know and understand the importance of the celebration and that they can either be a part of it in terms of like helping with the cooking or the decorating or anything like that um, but then also know and understand that this is like a super special time for you and your partner 
And so they kind of need to make themselves somewhat scarce. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Yeah, they talk about like how you can have like age appropriate. Uh, this is adults only time talk. Um, and, uh, you know, for me, like I was thinking about this and, um, you know, I just I don't know if you have kids, I think you might find it really useful. Yeah, it's super helpful. Um, and then the next part is love honoring your love together while apart, which is another great idea and way to go about doing it and say and, you know, she goes on to say that, like, if you and your partner are not together and your anniversaries or anything like that come up, um, it, you know, making sure that you go digital and video chatting and making sure that all those things happen. Like, it, it's great to have those intimate conversations. It's great to have a glass of wine together you know, over uh, FaceTime or Skype or Zoom or anything like that, just because those give you like the opportunities to reconnect and you don't miss out on that opportunity as well. It's well, really great. Yeah. And they go on to say that you can do some of the same other stuff that we've already mentioned, like cooking a meal together, just ordering the same ingredients and cooking it together when separate. Sure. There's also a um, Netflix party um, where you can actually watch a movie together uh, and, you know, kind of talk about it. Yep. Also, I've been seeing a lot of really cool things online where like people are just sharing really great ideas. Um, so definitely check that out. Yeah, I love it. And then um, the very last thought is just building a firm foundation. Um, giggity. Uh, what was initially only an alternative plan for celebrating your anniversary could be what powers your relationship through the trials of a pandemic. Reaffirming these connections is really what is going on to help couples get through this tough time and thri- and really thrive in the future. Um, so this is just the concept and or the idea of like using the pandemic to create uh, feelings of togetherness, right? You're in this together um, and, and you're both doing this together. and. You know, as I was joking uh, about earlier today at work is, you know, you have what, 700 and some odd square feet where you're like up under each other the entire time. So it could feel as though you want to throw each other off the balcony at some points in time. But this should really be an amazing opportunity to say, you know what, there is nobody else that I would rather be stuck in the apartment with (laughs) than you, right? And there was a reason why I chose you to be the person that I got stuck in this apartment with together. So, like, let's celebrate that. And then, I, you know what? Tomorrow I can go on to, like, feeling like, you know, I want to kick you. <laughs> <laughs> These could be those opportunities. So, I, like I said, I really enjoyed this. I thought it was fun. I thought it made a lot of sense. And I just thought it was super helpful, um, especially for what it is that you and I are going uh, going through right now. Yeah. Um what uh what did you learn um what did i learn that being that being creative can still happen even in this you know what's interesting is some of the best some of the best gifts i think that i've given you and some of the best gifts i know that you've given me have been things that we could do right now have been things that like were creative, were uh, thoughtful, were individualized, and were not very materialistic, mm. um, and that were like the most meaningful. And that whatever it was that was material that was good, you can order online. Yeah, it's true. Amazon has everything. <laughs> Cut that check. Mm. What did you learn? I learned that, um, I don't know, like, again, just kind of some of the same things that. I've kind of felt is that like, you don't have to be the, 
this pandemic doesn't necessarily have to be the end of romance, right? Oh, I can't do anything or I can't celebrate the way that you would normally get a celebration because we're locked within these four walls kind of thing. Because that's not true. You can actually do a lot and you can be creative and make a lot of things happen. So um, I was very fascinated to learn that uh, being able to, again, kind of to your point, being creative and and really focusing on what it is that you're celebrating is the best gift that you can give to each other. Mm. And sometimes that doesn't like that doesn't cost anything. Like having those moments and being able to sit together with each other and talk it over and, and reminisce and have fun and have a glass of wine and, and a chuckle about it is the best thing that you could do. Mm. Which is great. So happy eleven year anniversary, my love. Happy anniversary, husband. And uh, I'm so thankful to be going through this really crazy thing called life these days. But uh, with you, I'm excited that we have each other and uh, I'm looking forward to whatever our future is going to look like us doing it together. Who knows? Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be fun. Awesome. Well, I think at that we did our best to solve problems. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was good, right? I mean, I think it was little droplets of good for the world. Good attempt, sir. Good attempt. Awesome. We are going to take a short break, but we will be back in just a bit. So, Tony, tell me your thoughts on therapy. Well, as someone who's worked in mental health his entire life, I can tell you that I'm a big proponent of therapy. Okay. I think we can all benefit from having someone in our life who is there, who's like specially trained just to help us achieve our goals and remove the obstacles from our happiness. Absolutely. Especially if there's something interfering with it or preventing it from Mm -hmm. happening, right? For sure. Um, That's why I love the concept of better help. I think that having telehealth or teletherapy and things of that nature is just super easy and it just makes so much sense these days. It totally does. And actually, one of the things that we've learned from this um, COVID emergency is that telemental health services actually lead to better outcomes because people are engaging more with their services. So they're not forgetting about appointments. They're not having to cancel. Um, and so it's really become a, a lot a lot more engaging. Absolutely. And what I like about BetterHelp itself is actually you can start communicating with your therapist within 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And they're available around the clock. Yeah. But and they're not a crisis line. They're not a crisis line at all. And uh, they're not for self-help either. Mm-hmm. It's just professional counseling done securely online. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a broad range of expertise available that you may not necessarily find in your area. Right. So that's actually a huge, um, there's a, there's a mental health crisis, uh, and it's a shortage of providers and it's a shortage of people with the cultural representation of the area they're physically in. So telehealth services like better help, um, really help address that issue. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus you can schedule weekly videos or phone sessions and you don't ever have to sit in a waiting room ever again, which is super helpful within itself. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Absolutely. So BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So visit their website and read some of the testimonials so that you can get a better idea of what they have to offer. That's at betterhelp.com slash reviews. Yep. But make sure you visit betterhelp.com slash Critelli's. That's 
H-E-L-P, and join over a million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And if you use our code, you get 10% off your first month. Yep. So make sure you visit betterhelp.com slash Cretelli's. That's H-E-L-P and Cretelli's is spelled C-R-I-T-E-L-L-I-S. Join BetterHelp and get better. So I am super excited about today's guests because this is like a full circle moment right here, live and in color. It sure is. It is amazing. So uh, during our first season, we actually highlighted this couple as a hashtag relationship goals uh, on the PYT episode. That was the episode that we talked uh, with my sister and her boyfriend about being young and in relationships and that whole concept of like talking and how i didn't understand that yeah Yeah. i didn't understand any of that anyways that being said today we are speaking with steven and brandon rice hi guys welcome to the podcast hello hi (laughs) we're so happy to have you guys here you guys again were inspiration for us in our first season and we are just thrilled that we have the opportunity to chit chat with you today thank you so much (laughs) we're excited We, uh, so you guys, well, so really quickly, we'll, um, what we'll do is we'll have you guys introduce your, each other to our guests. So Stephen, we'll have you start by introducing Brandon so that we can know a little bit about him before we get started. Perfect. So, um, I'm Stephen Rice (laughs) and then husband, Brandon Rice. I'm the one that does my podcast, Sunshine Stephen. Um, and then Brandon, um, does not do podcasting. <laughs> I'm a listener. Yeah, he's a listener. He's he's trying to become famous on TikTok, but trying. I mean, no telling if TikTok's still going to be a thing if it gets True. shut down. So, <laughs> but yeah, awesome. And then Brandon, tell us about Stephen. Well, I'm Brandon, uh, <laughs> um, and my husband is—he is a podcaster. <laughs> um, we are two very different people, which I think is what brings us together. So there's a lot to learn about both of us. <laughs> a lot of a lot of different things. <laughs> Good. That's so funny, and I can't wait to dive into that concept because Tony and I always say that we are like it polar opposites not in just skin color but also in a lot of other things but um yeah we are same (laughs) (laughs) so that's awesome you guys are based in charlotte yeah yes Yes. that's awesome how is how are things in charlotte do you love that being there it's great. Um, coming from Florida, I feel yeah. like, <laughs> I feel like, like anywhere. anywhere is better than that. <laughs> I mean, there's always a lot to do. So remind me of where in Florida you guys were at. <laughs> Jacksonville, Florida, which is okay. like, it's it has it, a lot of different names to it. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of PG names and non PG names, but it it was. I mean, it was a big, big city. But it just was very not progressive. It was still stuck in like 
I felt like the nineties or early two thousands. Yeah, there were, it was just it was kind of like I don't want to say like miserable, but it was miserable. You know, we were like yeah, it was <laughs> crawling to get out. Of yeah. <laughs> so Tony and I actually met in Florida as well. We were both living in the Tampa Bay area. We were in St. Petersburg. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, that's so, nice. Yeah. So super familiar with Jacksonville and and all that stuff on on my end at least. But yeah, so. We get it. But the second I was able to, like, get out of Florida, I, like, ran. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't think we have moved so fast. <laughs> yeah. we, were, we were so ready. Like, that U-Haul was packed very quickly. Right. It was so funny. I totally get it. Meanwhile, Tony's like, I would live back in Florida if you wanted no. to. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Again, polar opposites. So, <laughs> so. I don't think that they could pay us enough. To yeah, move. that's one thing we do agree on. We're like, hmm. Anywhere but Florida. Yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. I totally hear that. So, Scott, let's start from the very beginning. I want to know a little bit about your backgrounds. Like, where are you guys from? What was it like growing up? And then, like, when did you guys come out and, like, actually, you know, get in tune with your 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 queerness, if you will? Definitely. I'll start. Yeah. Brandon looked at me like, I need a moment to prepare. <laughs> There's a lot behind this. I know. There's a lot that's in this. Like, I need to get my thoughts together. Yeah, I got this. I have a backstory already. Um, so I, I actually was born in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, but moved when I was very young up to a small country bumpkin town called Callahan, Florida. All that I remember about Fort Lauderdale was people walked around with snakes and iguanas and almost not about it. So I was, I was happy to move, but then it was like some backwoods, like there were no gay people. Questionable. There were gay people where they were probably quiet hiding and stuff like that. And then I actually further along moved to Georgia to a farm. So I, I grew up a lot on a farm, which a lot of people now they're like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, I had to milk cows and feed chickens and stuff like that. <laughs> so, so not what I'm into now. And then, um, eventually moved back to, it was just small town after small town. And where I grew up in Florida or in Georgia, it literally like to get to, the nearest like biggest city it was Jacksonville, Florida, and it was an hour and a half away. So I had no idea what Starbucks was, none of that. And so in wow. 2009, I, I moved back. Of civilization. Really, that's how I felt. I was like, why am I not turning my own butter and riding horses to school? Because that's how it felt. But in 2009, I kind of um, opened up my horizons and go, um, to Jacksonville and everything like that. That was like the big city. And now looking back, I'm like, mm, that was like not even that great. Yeah, so can you actually believe that you used to like Jacksonville? I know. I used. To, I was like, oh, Jacksonville is so nice and awesome. I want to live here forever. And then no vomit, vomit. Yeah. And so I finished high school there, and then um, in college. But I didn't come out until I was 19, and. Well, officially, <laughs> there's kind of a two part. It was um, after high school because I was like, no, there's no way in hell I'm coming out in high school because that's just scary the way that uh, right. small towns are and everything. So I waited and first I, I was like, I think I'm bisexual, but <laughs> that was not. I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, and I felt bad because I had a girlfriend at the time. 
And I was just like, girl, I love you, but <laughs> I think I want to try mm-hmm. this. But then after I tried that, I was like, you know what? I'm full-blown gay, guys. Like, so sorry, but not sorry. So I was 19. My grandparents did not take it well. They still haven't taken it well. Um, again, small town, small-minded, but whatever. Um but I had a really good um, supportive friend. So they took it well and they took me under their, um, you know, care and they didn't care. They were like, oh, which have most of them were like, we've done been <laughs> like you're obsessed with Glee. You're in theater. You're obsessed with Katy Perry and Lady Gaga. Like we knew. And I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Wait, straight guys aren't into Katy Perry. <laughs> right. What is that? I used I remember when people were like, all throughout school, like you're gay, right? And I'd be like, no, I think Katy Perry's so hot. <laughs> Fast forward five hours, he's got a concert going on in his bedroom. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is wonderful. You said your grandparents didn't take it well. What about your parents? Well, uh, dad was never in the picture, so unfortunate for him. And then my mom, unfortunately, she passed when I was 16, so never got the opportunity. But I feel like she always knew, because she would always make comments like, you know, if you're gay, that's fine, and I still love you. And I'd be like, I'm not gay, as I go do a choreography dance to Britney Spears in my bedroom. <laughs> like, I feel like, I feel like she knew, but my grandparents, oh, they are... Southern Baptist, like they called the the pastor to come bless my room and talk to me, and it was just it was not a, a pretty sight. Wow, wow, that's interesting. Yeah, wow. I hate to bring the mood down. <laughs> You're fine. I mean, there's so I I've got to say, you know, without getting like too deep or heavy into it, but like there is so much strength that already kind of has to exist in you to be uh, to to not have your father in the picture, to have lost your mother at such a right. young age to still be able to you know be laughing and talking on a podcast with us like that 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 is such a, an amazing journey and you should feel very very proud of yourself every single day for how far you've come because that's oh, well incredible. thank you i appreciate it. that's my whole goal i guess is to it, as corny as it sounds it, it really does i feel like it gets better but 16 year old Stephen would have been like nah bitch you lying <laughs> like this is the worst <laughs> That is awesome. So, Brandon, you have a really big. Uh, your story has to be just yes. Yeah, as I'm sitting here listening to this story, I like not completely putting my own together. <laughs> but I mean, mine definitely was like, you know, it was, I feel like mine was not as you know depressing. <laughs> I wouldn't say depressing I mean it definitely wasn't as in depth as that like you know I, I, I definitely grew up in a very small town um, I'm from Winchester Virginia um, you know so if you don't really know where that's at there's really no map for it no idea yeah <laughs> it's funny because it's so close <laughs> it's like it's so close to everything like my mom was born and uh, raised in Manhattan so okay. Um, you know, we spent a lot of time in New York and Maryland. We were literally like 40 minutes from Washington, D.C., but it is the smallest damn town that you could probably ever visit. Um, besides where Stephen was born. <laughs> um, but it was like, you know, one of those towns where like 
your cousins were, you know, everywhere, like they're right down the street. Like you probably were dating your cousin and didn't know about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. but, um, you know, I lived there pretty much all my life and, um, my parents got divorced and 2004, 2005. And that's when we moved to Florida. Um, my dad was just really never in the picture. I mean, he lived with us, but that was pretty much all he did. Um, and, you know, my mom has been always very supportive. Same thing with my family. Um, you know, but it was one of those situations kind of like where, you know, Stephen was saying, like, you know, it was kind of like a denial thing for me where I just dated a bunch of girls. Like, deep down, like, I truly knew, like, I was gay. But, you know, growing up in church, we were, you know, we were Pentecostal. So, um, you know, they always prayed, like, you know, gay's bad. And, you know, that was what I was used to hearing. Um, Isn't it? So unfortunate that church ruins so much for people. Like, I love the concept of spirituality, but I, for the life, cannot embrace it at this point in my life because Mm -hmm. I think I was so ruined by it from my adolescence and not being able to accept who I was as a person because church dictated that I was less than because of that. So, like, I don't have a great relationship with like religion or anything like that and i and i'm sure that's like the plight of the gay person right like i think we all go through that at certain points and times in our lives yeah and you know i hate to say you know i mean just you know growing up you know in that environment you know and now as an adult you know it like and i try not to do this but you know anytime i just hear about anything religious it's just like i want nothing to do with it um Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's you know, I definitely like I would love to go, you know, you know, to possibly like go to church and attend it, but you know, I just have so many bad memories of it that I'm just like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah. I get it. I totally get that. Yeah. And you know, so I feel like my mom always like she knew, like totally knew I was gay, but it was like me always like, no, 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 I'm not, you know, I'm not. So I think when I finally came out, she was like in the like mindset of okay, like he he's not gay, you know, because he told me he's not gay and like he's just denied it for years. And then when I hit her with a bam, bitch, I'm gay. <laughs> she was like, wait, what? I'm so confused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like my, you know, my coming out story was like more so it was definitely social media, like, you know, driven where um, I literally posted on Facebook my ninth grade year and was like, I'm gay, bitches. You know, <laughs> wait till I come back from Christmas break. It's on <laughs> in that type of situation. Wow. wow. So I love ninth grade you. <laughs> yeah. Ninth yeah. grade you <laughs> is my hero. That is <laughs> yeah. It definitely came from like... You know, I was scared to do it, but like I was very bullied in middle school. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, like, I mean, to the point where like I would come home and my mom was like, why are there bruises on your legs? And, you know, people shoved me into lockers and, you know, to the point where she almost had to switch schools and stuff for me. But wow. I don't know, something in high school, like going into that, I was just like, fuck it all, you know, like fuck this and fuck them. And like, I'm just going to be myself. And, um, it, kind of worked out in my favor and i had really supportive friends over it were you bullied because uh like of being like somewhat effeminate in in middle school and things of that nature or or what was going on with that you know i in middle school i wouldn't really say it was like more of a feminine side of me um you know i dressed very boyish i guess i should say like i had very baggy clothes like i mean i my god i had (laughs) 
I definitely do not look like I do now. Um, I think it was just more so me trying to cover up uh, like, and try to like prove to people that were bullying me that, you know, like uh, I'm not gay, you know, like I, I don't want you to think I'm gay and like, you know, hurt me anymore. Um, you know, but deep down, you know, it was, you know, people, they knew, you know, I hung out with a ton of girls. Like I hated hanging out with men and, um, you know, I just, I didn't click with, with other guys, but I also went to green, green cove middle school. So it was like really backwards. (laughs) Um, But I think it was also the fear because I've been bullied by men, you know, for years. Um, you know, so I don't know, like I, I was definitely covering up um, but I didn't feel like I acted very feminine, but at the same time, who, who knew, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Isn't it crazy how middle school, I, like, it's funny because I had a great elementary school life. Like, uh, life was great in elementary school. Life in high school was absolutely fantastic. It was middle school that sucked. I the hated same. middle school. I hated same. it. It was just the absolute worst. Like, I like middle school was just like, thank God I'm not going to be here anymore. Like, fuck every one of you guys. Yeah, like, maybe it's just because everybody's uh, going through fucking puberty. Yeah. They're all in some <laughs> shit. So many like, hormones and testosterone at once. Fucking kids are like assholes in middle school. <laughs> like, they are. They are. 11, 12, and 13 is like asshole period. Like, yeah, I they're like demons. <laughs> I always tell Tony that. I'm like, just so you know, I'm good with the, like, if we decide we're going to have kids, like, I'm good with kids through elementary school, <laughs> during middle school, because I want nothing to do with them. Right. I'll pick them back up in high school. <laughs> you know what? I'm down for that. I think that's a great idea. I absolutely love it. So tell us, so how did you two meet then? How did that all come about? How did Steven and Brandon become a thing? Fuck. Um, okay. So it was... Taking oh god when what it was two thousand it was like two thousand twelve yeah like two thousand twelve maybe going into two thousand thirteen yeah I want I'm gonna go with two thousand twelve yeah it was two thousand twelve um I was actually dating somebody else and <laughs> vomit yeah he, he's gross um and me and him because I was a, I was a new baby gay so I was fresh out the closet and he was showing me you know. Um, going to first drag shows, going to gay clubs and stuff. And we went to a club in Jacksonville and we turned a corner and there was two guys making out and I didn't think anything about it. And he goes, Oh my God, that's my friend's boyfriend and somebody that's not my friend. And I was like, Oh, this is scandalous. So the friend that was being cheated on that night was Brandon. Yours truly. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, oh, that sucks. So he calls Brandon and is like, your boyfriend's here making out, blah, blah, blah. Evidently, this is not a first time. So No, yeah, he was a, he was a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, so go back to um, my current boyfriend's house then. And then he's like, well, my friend Brandon's going to come over. He's really upset. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll let y'all have it. Like... I don't want any part of that. I have my own issues to work out. So Brandon gets there and he's like crying and we're in the driveway and I'm about to leave. And I'm like, sorry that your boyfriend made out with somebody else. And I like gave him a hug and I was like, I'm Steven. Nice to meet you. Bye. Like that was our (laughs) first meeting. Definitely not like a typical. Yeah, it's not. It's not romantic. Oh, we met at a coffee shop. Yeah, no, (laughs) over the same coffee, and like, no, that's not how that should happen. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Become fireworks then. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, I literally, that. yeah, because I remember, okay, so then, I mean, we were friends, we stalked each other a little bit on Facebook. I mean, we definitely, like, became friends yeah. over, like, I, I mean, I wouldn't even say that, it was more like acquaintances, yeah, yeah. you know, like, we didn't hang out, um, you know, it was more like a social media, like, oh, I liked his post type shit, yeah. um, but for the next couple years, yeah, 2014 is when... What, 2013, 2014. 2014. Um, is when we actually tried dating. Like, I was living with my best friend, um, and when did, like, I don't know, definitely wasn't like Grinder or anything that we talked on. It was like no. probably Facebook. Yeah. And we went. Grinder was for other things. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was going through it. But yeah, it was definitely Facebook that we hit each other up on and we're like, hey. Yeah. And we were like, we had like, what, maybe one date. And then I think you came over one more time after that. Uh, we were both just like, yeah, we ain't feeling this. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, ghost hey. each other for two years. <laughs> yeah. Two years. <laughs> Wow. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. God, this is a horror. Now that I look back at our love story, it sounds awful. Like (laughs) it was so bad. I was like, somebody rewrite this. But yeah. It was but we were also the ending. It's all about the ending. Just remember that. And I just don't think the timing was right. We were both at two different like stages, like, you know, in our life. And I just don't think like it was that I don't think it was anything with us, like in the the connection. It was just the timing. Yeah, but then we fast forward to uh, 2016, because I was mostly at the time focused on let's not fail college. So I got my I finally graduated 2015 and we both were in relationships back and forth with over the years. But then we were both single at a time. Um, and I was like, Hey, remember me? And he was like, Oh yeah. (laughs) So then we started dating for real, for real. And then the fireworks happened, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were, I was the best thing ever. Um, (laughs) I mean, we definitely like, it was, it was a good connection after that. Your roommates were crazy as shit, but they were a good time. <laughs> there was just so many of us in one. I mean, poor college life where you yeah. have like five roommates in one tiny apartment. But I lived in a very yeah. sketchy, sketchy. Hey, apartment. you gotta. I was trying to get that degree. It was my husband in this like basement apartment, and I'm living in like a luxury skyrise. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Wow. That. I lived. Yeah, I lived in a real sketch part of town, but that's all I could afford. Yeah, it was nice. You had a nice apartment. It was okay. <laughs> but yeah, we, we were dating and then we moved in. So we started dating in April of 2016 and we moved in in June. Typical yeah. gay oh, couple. Yeah. Is that like a thing for every gay couple? Is they just like fast forward like over the course of like three years? In like two months. <laughs> like two months. That's a, you're on the lesbian track. For <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Literally on the second date, bring a U-Haul. Like. <laughs> like, I think you met my parent or my mom the first night we started dating. <laughs> that is it was like the first week. It was like the first fucking week. But it was a horrible experience meeting. Not meeting your mom, but like what I was going through because I got food poisoning. And so I literally just kept vomiting in her house and was like, nice to meet you. I have to go throw up. Like, I was so oh sick. Oh, gosh. Yeah, we had a great start. Yeah, we had a great start. But yeah, we were moved in by June. And then in October, I asked him to marry me. Mm-hmm. And they were married the following June. So we were like, wow. now we know what we want. 
let's get it done. Yep. So if you just hit that fast forward button, that's what happened to us. Y'all are quick, quick. Mind you, I met Tony and was like, I will never live with another man. I will not be, I will not be partnered and living with a person cut to a year later when we ended up moving in together. Um, and we didn't get married until seven years later. Oh, like, wow. like being together that we ended up getting married. So yeah. Yeah. There's you guys, you, you, you did things a lot differently. Than <laughs> yeah. It makes me wonder what, what, like where we'd be at if we were like waited seven years. <laughs> that is crazy that's awesome no, everybody you know does it differently I always, when you know you know I always say it was funny because it was two years into our relationship Tony and I had taken a vacation to where did we go it was on the other coast of Florida and I don't remember what it was called I can't remember I'll have to think about that but we were like out shopping and I was like we should get married and Tony was like because I just like knew that I wanted to marry him and Tony was like absolutely not what are you talking about <laughs> no we're not getting he like totally shot down the idea he was totally against it and then after that i was like yeah well fuck him i don't want to marry him <laughs> <laughs> so that did propose to me he was like you are gonna say yes right because <laughs> like, i had made it very clear that like i don't even know i would say yes if you decided you married uh, wanted to marry me so it was crazy anyways that Marco is- doesn't so much hold a grudge as just has to be right all the time. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds like somebody I know. Bitch, what? <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> what are you- <laughs> so what are you guys' signs? We're both Pisces. Yeah, but I'm a true Pisces. Yeah, I am like a fucking knockoff. <laughs> I feel well, he's on the cups. Cups, whatever it cuffs, whatever it's cups. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep. Of, so, wait, um, so when's your birthday? then brandon february 22nd okay so my dad is the 21st he's a okay. he's on the he's a cusp pisces as well which means that you're a lot more aquarius than you are pisces but you do have a lot of pisces tendencies and then when is your birthday steven it's march 20th okay tony is march 10th so he's oh. a true pisces as well i'm, I'm a, a true Gem- pi- like oh you're a, a what now I'm a Gemini. Oh. <laughs> wow. Kidding, kidding, kidding. Are we, are we doing a read now? <laughs> I like a good my glasses. response, I'm used to it. So no, uh, like no shade at all. Um, that being said, I'm a May Gemini. So like I, I, I veer more towards like Taurus than I do uh, true Gemini. But. I do have a lot of Gemini tendencies. That being said, uh, Pisces are crazy, though. I don't think people are talking about that enough. (laughs) Yeah. At least we're honest about it. We're like, hey. (laughs) Yeah, you're batshit fucking crazy. You know what? (laughs) Like most couples can be like, go in there and do the fucking dishes. I can't say that to see them. He will literally be like, why are you talking to me like that? Go do the goddamn dishes. Tony literally said to me at one point in time, mind you, I'm very, um, I'm very, uh, what's the word? Blunt. I'm blunt. I'm, I'm not, like, I'm not curt. Like, I'm, like, I'm not gonna, I can be, but I'm not curt with like the, the man that I'm in a relationship with. Right. Like, 
If you're a customer service rep, then yes, I'm Kirk. Like I'm going to be like very, I'm going to hurt your feelings. But but like with Tony, I'm like very just blunt, like very to the point. And he literally at one point in time during an argument said, no one has ever talked to me the way you talk to me. (laughs) Say, oh, girl, you're going to tell me how many times I've heard that shit. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm not being mean. I'm just asking you to fucking do something. But it is mean. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like I shouldn't have to ask you to do this. You know, Why are you talking to me like that? You have to be so. You have to be so sweet to a Pisces. I'm not going to come up to you and go, babe. Yes, you, you do. You need you to please go do those dishes that have been sitting in the sink for three days, babe. <laughs> get your ass in that fucking kitchen and get them dishes. Exactly. Exactly. And that's my thing. Tony needs somebody to stroke his hair and tell him he's pretty before. Oh, yes. <laughs> And it's like really, it's just very fascinating to me. I just love it. Pisces are very fascinating. They are. I mean, I wake up sometimes and I'm like, I had a bad dream. Are you sure you still want to be married to me? Because you were mean to me in my dream. I'm like, you asked me this one more fucking time. Tony will wake up and say, I had a really bad nightmare about you. And then he like wants to hug me. And like, what's the other Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, no, bitch. I just woke up. Get away. <laughs> I go back. Now, no. Um, he is. Uh, look, I've grown up around Pisces. My brother is a Pisces. My mom is a Pisces. I have cousins that are Pisces. My dad, again, is a Pisces. Um, I, I'm, some of my really close friends are Pisces. Like, I know how pisces are so i think i've been programmed like this is this is what i was made for like <laughs> to, to be able to handle a pisces Marco, what's your rising of, sign again uh my rising sign uh-huh. is pisces uh-huh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny i'm trying to throw that shade no it's just funny but again i think i was like made for this i like the Pisces struggle is mine like i get it like uh-huh. I, I totally understand it so you guys have been so you guys have been married for a few years right now. Tell us some of the best of the best and tell us like what have been some really like quick adjustments that you guys have had. I to mean, I think through. we heard bitch do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, there's adjustments every day that we have to make, you know, like, we've only been married for three years. Yeah, but yeah, it's still, that's a long time. Oh, in gay years, yeah. In gay years, you gotta add, you gotta carry the one, round yeah. up, like, yeah. you know, the next thing I know, it's like 10 fucking years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, because we're both assholes, you know. I'm not an asshole. <laughs> but we're both. Your point is a show. Both of our tones, tones can be a little pointed at times. <laughs> but, you know, somebody tells you that they're like, you can make an adjustment and like only one adjustment and like you don't make any other adjustments for another fucking year. They're lying. That's a lie, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I mean, some of the great things is like always, you know, having somebody to come home to and, you know, but, you know, you build a, a lifestyle together. Um, you know, that's always one of the number one things. But it's not easy. You know, being married is a complicated thing. Tony and I had a really rough first year of marriage. We, I don't know what it was, but something about sharing a last name uh, (laughs) made us uh, not really like each other afterwards. And it it was really, really hard. Did you guys go through any of that same or similar experience or or how did that how how was your first year of marriage it was was, actually 
Good. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Stephen and I right. don't really like fight. You know, we we bicker at each other a lot. You know, and I, like it's like kind of like a nag. Yeah. <laughs> like like um. But our first year was pretty good. But at the same time, you know, we half of our half of that year we were living with roommates so if we were like fighting it was more so with them versus us um you know we did get our first place with them that year but i don't really recall anything crazy going on i think Um, 2020 has been (laughs) 2020 has been the year the year this this has definitely been the year that has thrown the most challenges at us um i think being stuck in quarantine together (laughs) yeah Quarantine has brought about a couple of little, like, uh, issues with us. Like, a couple. Like, maybe two. But actually, we quarantined really well together. You're a good office mate. Yeah, we, we had <laughs> a really, Yeah, we did really well during... And I was... Not that I was surprised. I've been with... So, Tony and I have been together uh, this month, because it's August now. Uh, we've been together for 11 years. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so we we've seen each other through a lot. That being said, uh, I, I, I'm I'm not surprised that we did well with each other. I wasn't expecting anything crazy. Um, but uh, again, quarantine was fine for us. It was just that first year of marriage that was just not. It just did not settle well with us. No, at all. No, it was not good. Um, but I'm so glad that it was good for you guys. I'm I, like, I'm, I'd like to know that there's like, yeah, we're professionals at being yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say that. No, I think it, I feel like for us, because uh, I don't know, we, I didn't, I guess we didn't really focus a lot on like, we felt like we were already married and some, we already had like joint baking counts. We moved very quick. We moved so quick <laughs> that it was like the stuff it's that crazy. a lot of people have to adjust to after being married and stuff we were like oh we've already done this we've already had this battle and like leading up to the wedding that was when it was real ugly <laughs> yeah that, i mean that, that time. <laughs> well i mean and i'm like I'm, I'm definitely one that takes control of situations like i'm mm. the one who plans and like executes and like my husband is love him to death but he is one that has to be told to do something you know, i just so. go with the flow <laughs> but Same. that can really put you in a point where you're just like just fucking do something <laughs> without me having to tell you you know but yeah, Brandon, you gonna talk, we're gonna talk offline <laughs> we're gonna notes. <laughs> okay rude first of all <laughs> completely untrue (laughs) (laughs) um that's awesome though so one last question that i did want to to, uh bring up uh, that i was super fascinated by and tony and i always ask this of married couples um we noticed that you guys uh share a last name tell us about the decision to take (laughs) a off name together because we so tony and i we hyphenated our last names um so my my birth name is Marco Cotton. Tony's is uh, Tony Christopher, um, but Tony's mom is not with us. And we decided to take her maiden name and make that our hyphenate. So oh, that's that you have children um, that they will be Critelli. And we kind of have a way to like honor her and have her as part of our lives. That was our thinking. Oh, that's um, so awesome. We share a last name by way of that. So, but you guys are both Rice. So, tell us about the decision to take Rice as a last name. 
unfortunately there's it wasn't that meaningful um, behind that like i mean we definitely like <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think mine was more so like i wanted to get rid of my dad's last name yeah. like uh, um like we had definitely talked about like obviously like a same like situation with you guys like you know we have children um you know having steven's mom's name as you know like their middle name um you know because i unfortunately never got to meet her and you know i hear about her all the time and i definitely know that her his mom and my mom would have been like the best, best of friends. fucking friends yeah. <laughs> um, but you know i think I don't even know if we had a discussion about the name change. It was more like, I'm taking your name and that's it. Yeah. Cause you, okay. So here's how it really went. Uh, so I, I kept telling everybody, I was like, I don't care what name I have. I just want a husband. Like that is true. I remember that. And I was like, I don't care. And then, so when we talked about it, we were like, Oh, what name do we want to go with? I was like, I could care less. And he was like, well, I don't really like my dad. So I'm going to get rid of this name. I'll pick up rice. And I was like, okay, cool. Fine. But then we did hyphen about hyphenating it though. We did, but it sounded like uh, my name would have literally been Brandon Cree Robinson rice. And there's just no way. It sounds like a, like a to go order somewhere like Robinson rice. Can I get the Robinson rice special? Yeah. It sounds like a rice brand. Exactly. Interesting. Okay. Awesome. That's cool, though. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. That's like we're always so fascinated. A lot of the married couples that we've spoken with have uh, just kept they've just kept their essentially kept their. Um, And and again, there's nothing wrong with that. That's kind of the beauty of being gay. Right. We kind of get to write our own story and like say what we want. Um, But I was just super fascinated about the the races. Yeah. (laughs) So I to know how you guys came about that. That's awesome. Very split decision. Yeah, it was a very, <laughs> this is what we're doing. I guess we, we just move really fast with everything, it sounds like. I mean, we definitely have people that were like, well, what happens if you get a divorce? And I'm like, oh, um, that's like, not really what yeah. we're like going into like, our relationship right. with. So, I'm like, first right. of all, he can't get rid of me. Is like, that what like, straight people do when they get right. married? It's like, well, what happens if I get divorced? Yeah. Like, I mean, there. I mean, Tony's. That's why they get prenups? Tony's ex yeah, step mom kept her married name because it's just too much work to like be. It is a lot of work. To... Yeah, but work. we had that shit changed like the first. Yeah, <laughs> Brandon's very like he takes charge. He, I mean, he. Most people that we've met, like other people our ages, gay or not, that have gotten married, they're like, oh, yeah, it took me like two or three months to get around it. No, the week after we were married, Brandon was like, all my stuff has changed over. I'm now Brandon Rice. Like everything is straight. I think you even had your name badge as Brandon Rice. Yeah. Like a month before we even got married. Yeah, it was already (laughs) ordered before we even got married. (laughs) No, Tony and I exchanged vows, signed the marriage certificate, and then walked with the Supreme Court justice across the street to uh the the clerk of the court court and like paid the money to get our name changed right then and there it literally happened within the hour of us Mm -hmm. having been married like by the time i like by the time we met up with family afterwards like i was no longer marco cotton like i was i was marco cotton cratelli Mm -hmm. like it was it was that we moved very fast on that is something so I could have changed mine that quickly. I sure damn sure would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it helped 
the Supreme Court justice literally took us through the tunnels of the courthouse. Yeah, to the line. back. That's so awesome. The whole line. Yeah, we, yeah, it was fun. It was kind of a cool part. It was, that was yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah, we had a good time. Awesome. That's Brandon, awesome. Yeah, Brandon and Stephen, it has been such a pleasure speaking with you boys. Thank you so much for joining us today. Of course. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, there were so many laughs. I loved it. That's so good. tell our listeners, Stephen, you have a podcast and all sorts of things. Tell our listeners where they can listen to you, where they can find both of your social medias and all that good stuff. Yeah, so you could check me out, Sunshine Stephen Podcast. Um, it's on Apple, Spotify. It's on everything that you could really think of. Um, and then I was fortunate to get the same username for Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Sir Stephen Rice. Um, on all three platforms. And then we also have a, a joint Instagram page, Mr. and Mr. Rice. Love it. Oh, and <laughs> I was, I was pointing. <laughs> Sorry. My personal one. It is very, very long. Um, it is the incredible Mr. Rice. <laughs> I love it. That is awesome. You guys are great. Thank you so much for spending time with us and telling us a little bit about the Rices. We're so of course. We appreciate it. So. We are going to take a short break, but we'll be back in just a bit. Awesome. Hey, hey, hey. Hello, listeners. It's your favorite podcast host, Tony. And Marco. And we are here with some exciting relationship news. The podcast is growing. I don't know if you guys knew this. And uh, every season, the search for ways to deliver more relationship content becomes a fun little goal for us. And every season, with you, our listeners in mind, we try to come up with other platforms that help give you access to all the amazingness that is the podcast. That is why we are so thrilled to finally announce the launch of our very own Relationship Podcast website. Yay! (laughs) Stop what you're doing and visit podrelationship.com right now and see what we've been up to. In addition to the weekly podcasts that you all love so very much, uh, Relationship on IGTV and YouTube, and our social media presence on Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitter, you can now catch us on podrelationship.com for even more relationship content. Read our new relationship blog with thoughts and updates on the topics we've discussed on the podcast and our own account of what we've learned and how we are applying it in our very own relationship. You can submit listener situations right there on the website, which is like revolutionary. You can air out your relationship dirty laundry on the page and press submit. All situations come directly to us and make everything so much easier for you. And finally, sign up for our newsletter and be in the know for all upcoming podcast episodes and all relationship content and events. Real talk, y'all. This website is a huge labor of love, um, but it's also a work in progress. If there is anything else you'd like to see on the website, please feel free to reach out. It is as much your website as it is ours. Again, thank you all for making the podcast what it is today and what it can be in the future. We appreciate your support and love for what we are doing and get so excited about sharing more of ourselves with all of you. So visit podrelationship.com when you have a second and check out our Relationship Podcast website. We will see you all very soon. Bye. Bye.
So that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thanks for tuning in and being a part of this really important conversation. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Pod Relationship. And don't forget to subscribe and rate us and wish us a happy anniversary. Hmm. If you have any situations or comments that you'd like us to address here on the show, you can email us at relationshipquestions at gmail.com or submit on our website, oddrelationship.com. And don't forget to check out our YouTube and IGTV channels, Relationship, for behind-the-scenes post-show conversation about this week's episode. Uh, a special thank you to our Patreon members. We hope you enjoyed the early access to the episode and behind-the-scenes interview with this week's guests. Tony and I will harass your ears next week. And remember, you don't have shit for brains, so don't act like you do.